0: Why do you want that beer so bad? Because he's thirsty.
1: Tell Little bit of drink, little bit of smoke, little bit of dance around that dance floor. Little bit of loud, little bit of fun, little bit of let's go test shit. Coming to you almost live from deep in the heart of Texas. This is the Drinking Texas podcast with me, Stephanie. Two guys whose glasses are never half empty.
2: It's Chip and Mike, guys. Hey everybody! This is Chip and Mike with the Drinking Texas podcast. Mike, how you doing tonight? Oh, I am doing great tonight. Are you? Yeah. Wait, this He's, doesn't look great. He looks oh, no.
1: unusually happy today. Yeah. Oh, I, I know
2: why, but I don't know if we can say it on the podcast. It will already have happened. But uh, yeah, yeah, congratulations on that. A little bit yeah, yeah, feeling good. Yeah. That's good. Stephanie.
1: I am feeling Goddess. Great. I'm f well fed, surrounded by awesome people, and ready to talk some more about our lovely guest. Well. And
2: before we get to our guest, Mistress Vicky, how are oh. you doing? Yeah, I
3: don't see.
1: I apologize. You can spank me later. Mm-hmm.
2: We'll film it and put it on uh, Instagram. <laughs>
3: there you go. I'm just kidding.
2: Hey, so uh, speaking of our awesome guest, uh, this is a first for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a returning guest. Oh, Woo-hoo. yeah. Yes. It is the first time we've done this. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be the last, but it's definitely the first. We have Shannon Beach on the phone. In, in the room. In the room. Yay, in,
1: <laughs> a room.
0: in the Welcome room. Welcome. What an honor. What yeah. the hell?
2: <laughs> Where am I? How he, many, how many guests have take y'all
0: colors. fed like we just did?
1: Oh.
2: You were the well. first
1: to get the breakfast treatment. Okay. I will say this. Are you going to do it again? Breakfast treatment? Mm-hmm.
0: It, it We're all the trying fans. to <laughs> rotate
1: it, but mm. should we do that? It, I will definitely let you know. Hey, breakfast. It's just a, it's come a, over.
0: it's yeah. It was amazing. It's, yeah. yeah, that's Yay. a oh. yeah.
3: It's a little something that you know people who listen to the podcast don't don't know we do, but yeah, we always we always have some kind of a of a tasty treat, some sort of a meal. Yeah, I mean, last time was a was a nacho bar.
2: Oh, it was. oh nice. We've had. Uh, what did you make? Adobo, adobo, mm. which was oh the my Filipino gosh, Filipino dish is well. so my wonderful. favorite, favorite nice. meal. Had
3: chili, the, the
2: chili was yeah. so good. Biggie oh, that was, f- and that Chim- was Frito p- Pionite, nice. right? Yes, mm. yep, uh, yeah. We we try to we try to do it upright since we're drinking a lot and uh, people gotta make come sure to us. Fed. Yeah, come to us. We want to make sure that nobody gets tore up because. And you're have, welcome.
0: You're yeah. our guest. We're mm-hmm. going to take yes. care of you. What well, was awesome? You're like
2: family when when you come over here.
3: Once you leave, though, you're on your own. Yeah. Thank
2: So uh, there's a reason we have you on for a second time, not just because we love you and you were a fantastic
3: guest. Um, But, um, yeah, so we kind of wanted to talk about uh, the season as such that South by Southwest is coming. And we know that uh, you know know a little bit about what goes on down there. Uh, So we'd like to discuss that. And also, you know a little bit about what goes on up here, Uh, counter-programming. Maybe uh, an event that people who don't want to go to Austin but do want to see some live music uh, can wrap their arms around.
0: Yeah. So um, we have in Taylor, we have our third annual East by Northeast. Which is nice. the Black Sparrow Music Parlor and the Texas Beer Company. Mm-hmm. We collaborate on this, and we bring bands out from Austin to um, or, or wherever else okay. out to Taylor, where it's not so congested, and uh, we have stages for for uh, musicians to play on. and it's specifically for Austin musicians who are outplaced mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. outsourced or out right. don't displaced. have a place.
1: There displaced. you go. Yeah, thank yeah. You. Um, which there's
0: a th- ton of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, because of the event, and you know like. Like, when South by Southwest started, it was um, an event to bring musicians out into the open and to bring agents and such to come out and see them. And it's kind of changed. And now you have, like, big, well-known musicians oh, that's who are taking interesting. the place of that it. That makes sense. So all of these, yeah. So all of these, like, musicians who, you know, aren't playing big venues, like, you know, they're they're pushed out of their homes mm-hmm. during this time. So we're kind of, we're, we're trying to uh, offer stages to you, or we are offering stages to you, right. the um, musicians that lose their stage so mm-hmm. um and that started with uh I guess it was 2017 During uh this event I'd already started it but um, Pablo Flores had with worm suicide had mm-hmm. agreed to play a south by Southwest event mm-hmm. and um wh- I don't know I-, I don't know if it was just if it, if it was a venue owned event or if it was south by Southwest owned mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. venue owned um but he found out that that event that he had agreed to play was actually charging bands play it not oh. his band they, they, oh. his band was not being yep. charged but that's he found interesting. out that that yeah. event was charging other, other bands. bands and so he pulled out good and on he, him. he pulled out and he yeah. made some phone calls and uh, he actually called Matt Looney and said hey you know I, I'm not going to do this do you know of a venue that we can play last minute Matt Looney called me and I said hell yes and then, uh, <laughs> nice you know I've, I've got a stage for him let's do this and so they, they got there you know within two hours and um, oh, we threw him awesome. in the lineup and they mm-hmm. played and, and Pablo is. He and I have been working together ever since that day. Um, he books an event at my place once a month, and that's how. Oh, it started. right
1: on.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I knew that they played out there quite a bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's yeah.
0: brilliant. Yeah. yeah, so that that's how that that came together. And uh, so on. So for for this event on Thursdays, I try to only book Williamson County musicians. Okay, right. Um, and stay local to give uh-huh. like the locals a shot, you know, in a, a place. And then on Fridays and Saturdays, I have um, mostly Austin or surrounding areas, uh, bands from those areas uh, planned. I have um, close to 20 bands in those three days. Thursday, wow. And so just busy,
1: busy. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. And then the beer company also has their lineup across the street. So
1: without all the traffic, everybody
0: yeah. out on the traffic. <laughs> yeah, that's well, nice. and then and then all the appreciation cuz you've yeah. got like a, you know, we have like a young crowd that is like hungry for culture. Oh yeah. And the environment and mm-hmm. um so you have all these people that appreciate it and are eating it up and it's not on every street corner and they're not overexposed. So they appreciate it and mm-hmm. it's 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 cool. And, is
2: there a charge to get in?
0: Um yeah, there's a $6 a day charge.
2: $6. Dollars. That's $6. Dollars. Oh my goodness. That's That's, awesome.
0: a, that's <laughs> cheaper <laughs> than a
1: Whataburger meal. I know. <laughs> Just saying. Just just saying. <laughs> yeah. No, that, okay. that's actually that's fantastic. That, that is yeah. brilliant. Yeah. So for how many days? It's three days. Three
2: days. So th- twenty Okay. Bands. So
1: six. Okay. Everybody, get your fingers out. How many I can, is that? Yeah, so I so, go. so
0: there's a there's a there's a three day wristband that you can get for twenty dollars uh-huh. or uh, do six dollars a day. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. Yeah. Oh, and then the other thing is that we actually take all that money, we pull it together, and then we divide it amongst all the bands, or the musicians. No, who play. no way! Well, that's that's what the Black Sparrow does across the board. We, we oh. every every dollar that that is paid at that door, we we pull it and go it goes straight to the musicians that played that night. So it's the same thing. Um, we it's it's straight like we take that money from. That's so you guys That makes bucks. so much. Sense. We yes. take that money and we hand it right over to them in mm-hmm. cash that night. It only touches my hand. So I can divide it amongst the, the right. folks. It's almost like you
1: care about the musicians. wait—is that possible? <laughs> no, people don't do that.
2: No, 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 no.
0: except
1: this fine woman here.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, there's a, there's a few of us,
1: <laughs> and yeah. I'm glad that you're close by. Yeah,
3: yeah. Personally, I'd love to uh, I'd love to raise a toast to her, but um, we're not drinking.
1: Oh no, what? Well, we mean, have empty glasses. We, we
3: are drinking,
2: but nobody knows what we're drinking. So <laughs> wow. before we before we keep, keep going, um, let's.
3: Well, actually, what do we have on the table, Mike? Well, we've got a couple of whiskeys here. Um, now, if you heard the last episode uh, with Shannon, uh, we we put a hurtin' on a bottle of Rider's Tears. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man, so this we. time around, we have two two bottles. Uh, of we Ryder's came prepared. Tears. <laughs> Irish <laughs> whiskey. Just in case. And yeah, if you want a, a different, slightly different flavor, we have a Jameson's. It's also Irish, but it's a it's a cask mates. It's their IPA edition. I've not had this one yet.
2: It, uh, it's smooth it's it, almost is, too it smooth. is quite smooth
3: mm. and uh, and one that I just got uh, is the Belfour it's a it's a Kentucky bourbon uh, blended in in Kentucky and then sent to Texas where they they uh, add uh, pecan staves flavor it and it is it is uh, bottled by Eddie Belfour, former uh, uh, NHL great and Stanley Cup winner and is that sports and yes he's a hockey player and and I've I've seen that it's it's a relatively new whiskey and I've seen it uh, out there and I've thought about getting it but uh, when, I, when I saw that he um, he recently got picked up for a uh, and disorderly I thought okay a man he that helped. committed to his whiskey I've got to try it <laughs>
1: All right, so let's fill up our glasses.
2: <laughs> yeah, we'll fill up our glasses. Uh, y'all stick with us. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Steve Peters with Hello, Texas. And I'm drinking Texas.
1: And we're back. Hey, hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for uh, sticking around. What do you guys end up pouring in your cups? Let's you go first, Mike.
3: Well, this time uh, I may have made a little noise about the Bell 4. I got the bell for. There you go. <laughs> um, it's actually very good. I mean, it's very good. It's it's bourbon, but it's uh pecani or pecanny, mm-hmm. depending on what part of Texas you're from. It's pecan. pecan. I mean, I know. Now you do. <laughs> we just told you. What do you have Stephanie?
1: Um, I did the same thing. I went with the Belfour. It's almost heated, but not. Like, I taste the pecan. It, it feel like a little smoky taste to it. It's really nice. It's really, really,
2: really you, you nice. you feel it in your throat? I
0: feel it in my throat. There you go. I kind of want to try Can I try yours? Yes, of
1: course, please. <laughs> feel free. We all know what Shannon got.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. She's
1: not going to turn down mm. some good old riders. Oh, too oh. smoky. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah, um, so I went with the Writer's Tears mm-hmm. to be safe because I already know that I like it, and I do. <laughs> <laughs> that hasn't changed, ladies and
1: gentlemen. That has not changed.
3: Chip, what you got?
2: Uh, I also went with the Writer's Tears. Uh, it's uh, in, in honor our Shannon. Mm-hmm. I just uh because, like she said, it is oh, wonderful.
3: Oh, yeah, it's easily my favorite Irish whiskey. I can't disagree with you. Or mm-hmm. breakfast cereal. I mean, all it's, occasions. It's, it's Again, the same thing, really.
1: n- no judgment, no judgment. <laughs> Mistress Vicky went with the... Before, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she did.
2: Because she likes.
3: <laughs> she
2: said,
1: uh, next next round is going to be Rider's
2: Tears. Mm-hmm. But she tried something new. Oh, yes, she did. She, she likes did. that. Oh, yes, she does. Yes, she, yes. Did. Yes, she does. Something old, something new. So,
3: uh, Mike, we always do after after we get our drinks, always throw a random question out to us. What's it going to be today? Well, this one was kind of easy to come up with because this group seems to love live music. Uh, And so my question, and it's a choice, uh, is uh, tell me about the first uh, your first experience with live music or or the experience that made you love live music, love doing that. Uh, should we open up with the guest? Of course. Yeah. The smile
1: that she had, when you actually verbalized that question
0: was so. Just, can so you know? So interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I had a clear memory when you said that, but um, then then I realized that you said live, live, music. live music.
3: Yes, not the so band live.
0: I almost have to count myself out of that because <laughs> I don't actually. I'm not a big fan. <laughs> I'm not a big, so I'm a big fan of music. Mm-hmm. Um, live music has always been my job and you know oh. what I've always done for a living. Okay. So. And that happened, you know, that just happened at, you know, at an early age. But music, you know, is a whole different subject, right? Mm-hmm. right. Really music well, it, and live music are, are two totally agree. different subjects. So if we're going to talk about live music, I'm going to have to go with my first experience of mm-hmm. live music. Okay. And, and not what actually made me, like my... Falling in love with music. Well, event. well, which one? Do you, which one do you want to tell?
1: I kind of want to hear the the why well, you them. fell in love with music. Yeah,
3: okay. it, it, cause cause it's that passion about, versus work.
0: Okay, well, but, well, we, you know, I mean, start with that. One. That's true. Yeah, it, it's we're our podcast. <laughs> I, mean, both. I mean, then again, I don't even know what I'm about to say because I, <laughs> I haven't even is. thought about this. So. No, we don't so either. I don't, I don't that's why we're really, waiting. I can't even think of my first. life. okay, so I do remember the moment that music. Like, I mean, I think I think that all all of us music plays such a big part of our lives from the time that that we are Born, you know, mm-hmm. I, I love watching children like move and specifically tapping into the bass, you know? Mm-hmm. I love that. And um, so music moves all of us but then it seems that when we become teenagers and we have like our angst or like our, our whole worlds are falling apart, music is what like grabs us and and holds us up you know? and keeps our head above water. And so for me um, I I was either 13 or 14 and God. Um, God, this is actually a really tough story to tell. Do y'all do this? Do y'all do like hard? Oh, no, this is a, oh, yeah, yeah. sure. Is that cool? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if I get a little we're, we're overly uh, real yeah, here, psychologist is ben, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. <laughs> she gave me a tear rag. Man, this is your fault. You would be feeding me writer's tears. <laughs> um, no, so uh, you know, I think about like I have family members that that listen to these, you know, mm-hmm. and so I hope I don't upset anybody or, or offend anybody, but. When I was young, 13 or 14, um, my family fell apart mm-hmm. after a series of very unfortunate events, one after another. Mm-hmm. Massive stuff happened. And my family fell apart. Um, and my mom, my brothers moved, and I stayed with my father. Mm-hmm when all of that went apart. And the moment that I came home, well, the day that I came home and saw that my mom had packed and my brothers and they were all gone. Um, my reaction to that was to go put my head underneath on the floor next to the speakers. And I put a record on and it was a sugar shack. And I just lifted the thing and dropped it. And I laid my head down and it was the sugar shack playing. Right. And that saved me. I mean, I, I'll never forget the feeling of, of that music. And it was like this ultimate doom happening all around me and, then there was sound, you know, mm-hmm. and that kind of like that kind of kicked it all off, you know, wow. and then um, and then you know all of my rebellious behavior all started with music, Nine Inch Nails, Violent films, Gene fiction. <laughs> every drug I took, every other action that I don't want to talk about, that that I overacted on all the bad mm-hmm. behaviors. I mean, I, I didn't turn out to be a teenage pregnancy guy, like, you know, at home, sewing. <laughs> um, I was a bad kid, uh, right? Oddly enough, that's how it usually happens. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sometimes. Yeah, I was a bad kid and, like, uh, it all, like, or I was a troubled kid, for sure. Right, no, I'm bad, just yeah, and go. going through difficult times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and all all of that at that time, like all of the survival, all of the bad acts, everything came out of music. Mm-hmm. Like music was the seed for like every act that um, was like my survival fight song. I mean, oh. or like mm-hmm. you know, it was all rooted in music. So that that's that's music uh-huh. um, okay. when it like really implanted itself and, and like became who I would come you know or like. Who I would come. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. 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 It definitely.
1: A is. Beautiful tragedy. Tried to. Try to
0: Oh. It's the G's and the J's. <laughs> goodness <laughs> for you, sir! <sake. laughs> <Don't laughs> the beautiful,
1: sad you. <laughs> thing. <laughs> oh goodness! Who wants Gentlemen, all go? Stephanie go. Stephanie. Um, growing up, I was in marching band, so that that would technically be my 1st What'd first you play? Saxophone. Okay, I was hoping it was the flute. <laughs> okay, no, not the flute. Good grief.
2: I was just hoping for band, band oh, camp stories.
1: No, I wasn't allowed to go to those. But that's another story. Now, um, Marching Band was like my first real live music, if you want to count that. Um, that was the one time I was actually competitive in something because I wasn't into sports. Everything was all, you know, jazz band, uh, wind ensemble, the marching band. And then I didn't actually have my first live music experience until i was 18 i was uh it was the orientation program for when i was going started in school i went to uh, texas state and they actually p- somehow got nelly involved really and he, he that was my first like nelly with the band like the time when the, when he yeah. was wearing the band-aid thing
2: oh he's always got the band-aid oh, yeah? <laughs>
1: well <laughs> but yeah that was my first and i remember being super excited Because that was my Hip hop phase When I was just like Actually learning about hip hop I didn't really listen to it And then um I remember Sitting in front Had like Friends that I had just met Sitting next to me I remember this Shiny head right in front of me And I God I can't remember his name For the life of me
3: Pitbull It was, yeah. His name was not Pitbull <laughs> okay.
1: It was this It was this dude And I was crushing on him And I was like I'm gonna rub your head and I start rubbing his head Throughout the show <laughs> Yeah, so Nelly was my first experience as far as live music is concerned. Yeah. Did the boy like you back? No. They never do. No, oh, but it's do. okay. I got to rub his head.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: It was really cool. Um, his bald head on the top.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. uh, I got gotcha. you. Yes, amazing. yes, we were around yeah. people. Wait,
2: yes. his
1: what? His he was literally did, bald since we
2: since we do phrasing she wanted to I don't wanted to clarify which this head bald head yeah. I was
1: talking about <laughs> not, but he was a kid right no no, no like like he was uh, no not say kid because <laughs> looking back at it we were children but 18 he was okay. his orientation with us we were all 18 okay okay yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, that did sound bad. <laughs> all right, guys. There's a sm- Save me here.
2: small child, poor thing, he had a bald head, but I was rubbing all over it. Well, no wonder he wasn't interested. Yeah. yeah you gave him a complex
1: now. He can never listen to Nelly. Oh my God. <laughs> and has the longest hair ever. In the back. <laughs>
0: Oh, Party of the Party so, <laughs> so,
2: Chip, you want to go? Um, I can. All right. Yeah. So, um, my first live music experiences were when I was a wee lad. Mm. Um, I, my parents, Six Flags. I grew up in Irving, and Six Flags in Arlington used to have bands out there, like Harley Pride, Ronnie Millsap. Um,
1: I didn't know that.
2: Oh yeah, uh, Chicago. Uh. So, I, the first ones that I can kind of remember mm-hmm. were. Uh, Ronnie Millsap, oddly enough, Ronnie Millsap and Charlie Pride, whom we saw last year, or, um, two years ago, two years ago, saw at uh, in Shreveport, and you can tell it's been that long. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, it was it was sad. It was almost as sad as your story to watch them on stage. Um, and but God love them, they're still trying. Uh, they were great back then. They're still pulling in the crowds. Exactly, exactly. I'd go see them again just for the train ride. But uh, <laughs> and if y'all are listening, you know, give me a holler. We'll we'll talk. We'll have a drink. It'd be awesome. Um, the first one that I really, really remember, though, was Chicago, also at uh, Six Flags. Okay. Uh, I was there with my parents and my best friend, who's no longer with us. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. I didn't even know who Chicago was at the time. Wow. And once I started hearing them play, I was mm-hmm. mesmerized. Yeah. Because they were fantastic. This was mid-80s, mid-'80s, early mid-'80s, where they were actually pretty
3: popular. And, uh, oh, yeah. So yeah. Tara had taken over by then. But- yeah,
1: wait, what?
3: It was that was the, the second second coming of Chicago.
1: Oh, yeah. it but went over but it was
3: fantastic. It was basically the Van Hagar of Chicago. First off, in Hagar different band than Van Halen, just as good. Right, same thing with Peter Cetera, Chicago. <laughs> Right. If Thoughts? you can't
1: tell I don't know. They're big huge movie buffs About history And everything they say Goes over like, my head What do you so, do in um, Tom's like that Oh I just smile and nod you just so, uh, drink. drink yeah. yeah. Calling me Van, out
2: on Van it yeah. like, like, y'all, y'all, know the, y'all know the band Van, Van Halen right So mm-hmm. David Lee Roth Oh good lord
1: Smile and nod
2: The original singer David Smiling. Lee Roth Left and Sammy Hagar, who had his own career at the time, he was mm-hmm. a star in the, of his yeah, own. Yeah, he came in and took over as lead singer and
1: changed the
3: name. It, it was okay. a
2: completely different sounding, different type of band oh. with the same members except for him. It's people call it Van Halen and Van Hagar, mm-hmm. but it's two different. I mean, it's it's the same band, two different bands, two different bands, right? Yeah, two different sounds. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And then uh, they brought in the third guy, which yeah, that sounds nobody really cool. Ever,
3: yeah, the third guy never.
2: Yeah, nobody. Ever, nobody speaks. I don't even of him? remember no, his he name. He who.
1: So. Shall not exactly. be. Exactly.
2: Right. The former lead singer dun, dun. of Extreme, who it was just horrible. Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it was Van Halen and Van Hager were two of my favorite bands at the time. Mm-hmm. Billy Idol also. Well, uh, technically, would you yeah. say
1: it's the same band when it's not the same? Si- well, I mean, it, two different bands.
3: It came. was. They just changed singers. Yeah. But okay. then they changed styles.
2: And AC- then DC change- is still ACDC, even though.
3: Change oh <laughs> It's okay. It's Sweet okay. Moment. Mike? <laughs> All right. for you. So for me, see, music's been a journey. And, and the reason I asked the question the way I did is because I, I fell in love with music early, uh, the way most people who end up singing do. Uh, I loved going to church because we would sing. I, I loved going. Uh, I went to school at wait, a time wait, wait. where.
1: They let you in church? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah.
3: Oh, they goodness. knew what they had early. And, um, <laughs> so, but, but, I would only go to the masses where they were singing. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, in school, uh, we had music. You know, so we'd have music twice a week or whatever and we'd sing there and, and it, it, was, it was great and it was fun and I loved doing it and I was pretty decent at it uh, but that's what I thought music was uh, my family didn't care much for it, my mom didn't listen to anything, my dad only listened to uh, country radio on AM dial and uh, I didn't know anything else and then 8th uh, grade my uh, buddy of mine uh, invited me to a concert, I'm like okay great, we saw Kiss Oh <laughs> Kiss my! my. Oh, Up to crap. that point I'd only heard church music and country music and i'm talking 1978 yeah. country wow. music uh and just absolutely blew me away i didn't know this was out there <laughs> you know? were you scared no no it was phenomenal it was did, did it, it move? was it
1: did you cry um,
3: it might have moved um <laughs> <laughs> but it, you know it was just like uh, you know like like you're reading a book and finding out that, you know, Robin Hood is alive. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. Wait, what? That's real? Uh, so anyway, so that was that was live music and that just kind of it, it all of a sudden I I I saw this and I I started uh searching for other things. I found other bands and and and, and listened to records and and found other radio stations and so it was a very exciting time in my young life. That was 8th grade. Wow. ninth grade. I I I went to high school and met a bunch of people and there was a, a girl in my class who uh, you know became really good friends with and she invited me to come see her in the school play I go okay cool so I went and saw this and she was amazing in fact she's still on Broadway today um, she intro. was amazing back then and I'm watching the show and she's singing and people are going nuts and I thought I didn't know that was something we could do I didn't know that was some I mean you know because yeah I, I, I saw kiss and I saw I saw ZZ top yeah that's not something I can do this was something I, I, I thought wow I didn't know like People I know can do this, and so that kind of lit a rocket. So I did. Oh, I did a lot of stuff when I was younger. Can on we be stage. a little
1: bit more specific? Mm-hmm. When oh, we mainly stay.
3: mainly to show tunes. <laughs> oh,
1: okay, there we go. Okay.
3: I, did, I did a lot of musical I still, theater. Still I did. The I day. did a lot. I did a lot of uh, uh, stage plays. I, I I fronted a couple of bands. I, I, oh, I just I just sang all the time, all the time. And and then you know I you know kind of got out of it uh, and and into uh, writing about music, which I mean it's still a passion of mine. So yeah, that was it. That, kiss kiss lit the bottle rocket interesting and then and then and then alicia (laughs) kicked me into the next level when i when i was that her name yeah i saw my friend saying alicia keys wait what no
2: that was her name they went to high school yeah that's really weird she's actually 153 years old um so i'm gonna i'm gonna brag on you a little bit um every time every time i see your brother who's younger but looks looks yeah we're 20 exactly like you um Every time I see him and his and his lovely wife, they always talk about how you sang at their wedding. Mm. What? That's actually
3: That's actually the last time I performed in public, so it's been yeah. a while.
0: Would you like <laughs> to Would elaborate? You, yeah. I mean... Would- would you like to sing for us right
3: no. now? I'll sing with you. No, I haven't. I haven't
0: uh, no. No, no, no. no. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. No, I'm well, saying, wait, I'm wait,
1: we, need, we need a couple more whiskeys. Let's get it. He sang
2: Oklahoma, though, which was really <laughs> weird because um, they didn't ask him to.
1: <laughs> he just uh, got up and just, got and just took got up the, there the and mic.
2: Singing. Yeah. yeah. This wasn't a good story that they were telling about him singing at <laughs> it their just, wedding. It just it's just happened. something that happened. The cousin like, Eddie sort of thing. That son of a bitch kept singing at her wedding. There was a band. (laughs) We paid for him. He pushed the guy down and just started singing. He was horrible. Um, it's actually, speaking of that, I sing in uh, in uh, New Orleans one night. Wait, but karaoke? Mine was, no, mine was the second version of. I thought I was really drunk, and I thought the guy called me up on stage. No, and he didn't. <laughs> oh,
1: that's hilarious. <laughs> and big
2: enough that the uh, vouchers, they're not going to tell you now. Yeah, they didn't want to come up, and mess with me at the, at the point.
1: So. He looks so happy. He's very yeah. large. We'll just just keep yeah. going. Just let him keep going. That that is a true story. <laughs> that is a true story. That's interesting. <laughs> you sang at your. Brothers' wedding. I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Aww. on that
2: note, we're gonna ponder. Uh, are you pondering what I'm pondering?
3: What that my glass is empty. What are we gonna I, fill up we
2: next? Take over the world, but
3: well. Anyway, either way, I'm I'm happy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be right back. Y'all stick with us. Uh, we've got more to come.
3: This is Brad at Home Sweet Farm in Brenham, and we're drinking Texas.
2: So we are back. Thank you for sticking with us. This is the Drinking Texas podcast. And Shannon, thank you so much for joining us.
0: Yeah, happily. (laughs) Yeah, and uh,
2: Mike alluded to this earlier. Uh, I know you do the East by Northeast. Mm -hmm. Um, You were a part, a very vital part of South by Southwest. Um, For those who don't know... But Fader Fort was. That's what you ran for a number of years. And and if you don't know, um, it was one of the events at South by Southwest. It was one of the highlights. I've been there a couple of times. Uh, At the end, it was sponsored by Dell. It was -hmm. was huge. People looked forward to it. It was fantastic. Um, We would love to hear... Kind of your your what you did there
0: okay um, so um to, from the and beginning then I'm done talking about you. Okay, sorry <laughs> yes I'm sorry um so so to clarify um so Fader Fort was an independent event that was not owned by South by Southwest um okay. it was an independent event produced by a woman named Lacey Maxwell out of San Francisco she is the the executive producer for Lace, uh, Lacey Maxwell productions um and so it started out i started out that event with her working for her as her runner and assistant on year one and it was probably like four of us that that put the whole thing on year one right um so you knowing the massive thing that it turned out to be just take that in for a minute like this started out with just four people ridiculous Mm. yeah it was me and Lacey. And, um um oh God can I forget her name I love this woman her and Michael Hernandez there were four of us mm-hmm. and what was what was the first show and the first show was um we rented a um uh, or lazy rented a uh, room that was the bottom floor of one, of an office building downtown yeah. and it was just a, a room probably the size of this room combined with um the kitchen well you know what this whole this whole area mm-hmm. like if you take these four Four rooms, like it was a, like a modern office, or maybe yeah. even smaller than this. Okay. And probably it was about size. 700 square feet, yeah. And um, Hernandez and I uh built a stage over in the corner, and it was a triangular, very small stage over mm-hmm. in the corner. And um, we got a couple of kegs of beer. Mm-hmm. And um, and I went to uh, Sam's and bought like a bunch of snacks and we set up a table, we put snacks on it. I went out on the sidewalk and told people, come in for free beer. And we had people come into the room to watch these bands that Lacey um, had booked mm-hmm. that were uh, all small bands yeah. that were unexposed and they didn't have, from what I remember and understand, they didn't have record deals um they were good bands but unknown, okay. I actually remember one of one of the names of the bands, and and also this is twenty years ago. Okay, so that's the fact I that ask. I can actually remember yeah. this is kind of blowing my mind because I haven't thought about this. And you know what? Actually, I can't remember. So, but <laughs> it was something social club. It was. Um. Uh, um. I remember the these these kids, and um and even hung out with them afterwards, and and so it started out very small. We were not. Go ahead. I, I was gonna
2: I was gonna say because you mentioned this before. That was back when South by Southwest was. For the bands and to get those bands exposure Ex- before yep. it turned into this
1: massive, yeah, massive crap congest- show. That it is yeah, and,
2: and it's, it, it's, fant- it's fine for what it is, but it's not what it originally was meant to be, right? That's all I wanted to say. Go ahead, I'm sorry,
0: okay. Well, and, and to clarify, so I have never worked for South by Southwest, right. Right, right, so right. I, 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 and so this is only from my understanding. Okay. My understanding is that it was an event. That was created to introduce unsigned bands and to bring unknown talent into the same room as agents, booking agents Mm -hmm. and record uh, producers and to give them a space. So how I understood our job as the Fader Fort, and again, so so we started out calling ourselves the Fort. It was not the Fader Fort, of course, because Fader wasn't there yet. It was just the Fort. Mm -hmm. and. My understanding of our job in this event on was to create an environment that uh to create an environment to house the meeting of of the artists mm-hmm. and the um business people to create an environment for them so as the years went on uh-huh. we got sponsorships and um the, the, for year 1 Levis jeans was the sponsor so oh, wow. so um I forgot to mention that that Sherry Sherry Timmons was the uh representative from Levis jeans and that the that Lacey, uh uh, michael hernandez as the stage manager and myself as the assistant um so um levi's was the one and only sponsor of year one and so they gave free jeans to the musicians who were booked to play the event and that was sort of the thing and people could come in and come and go and and whatever and um and from my understanding that's kind of what all of the south by was about at that time um as we grew with fader fort we Mm -hmm. gained more sponsors right um naturally yeah we gained more sponsors and you know i don't want to speak out of turn uh, you know and speak on behalf or or for lacy and in the company but Mm -hmm. um but i guess you know at the same time it's common knowledge we had uh vitamin water and we had um eventually dell Mm -hmm. we had uh we had a a ton of sponsors that would come and go dell ended up being a major one uh fader Fader magazine ended up being a major one. Oh, okay. That's and that's how Fader came into that? Fader came into it on year three. Okay. So <clears throat> so um, so then we were Levi's and Fader. And uh mm-hmm. and when Fader came into it, that's when the name changed to Fader. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then and then Fader magazine uh, took over the booking also. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, things, you know, and then things progressively grew. Oh, right good. naturally. As it did with South by Southwest and and, and, and Fader Ford just like South by Southwest. West grew into a bigger right. thing than what it started out okay. as, and, and then there's bigger names. They're playing it. There's so the a lot timing, more f- money. So but the time the, frame for y'all, it's still creating an environment, right. um, you know, to house those right. relationships.
2: So who were who were some of the best bands that y'all had in in your opinion? Not just not uh, just um, the huge bands, because y'all had some y'all had some big names there towards the end. Mm-hmm. But who yeah. were some of, who were the, some of the bands that stood stood out to you?
0: Um, I don't really know. D- I you know, I, that's a it's, lot. It's all right because it's a lot of musicians. It's a
2: lot of musicians.
0: Well, just on that one show. Yeah. I mean, remember, oh, yeah. like I would do that show for, right. uh, at, towards the end, I worked on that show for, uh, three to four months a year. Mm-hmm. But, but oh. when I wasn't working on that show, yeah, I was others. working on other shows. That's yeah. right. And each of my yeah. shows, you know, some of my shows had 90 some, you know, I, I had oh, wow. one festival, I right. had 96 yeah. musicians that I'd be working with during the three months. I was on that. Festival. And you weren't necessarily watching. So, them you were setting I'm up. I'm never watching yeah. them. No. I mean okay. Yeah. I'm never watching them and that's also not like um really on my radar. I'm thinking about more th- with Fader Fort my concentration is on was on fence lines and and uh, Graham and myself and Sean we were the team uh, we worked on uh, the layouts and right. um, we became the production team that that worked on like the layout of the event and mm-hmm. the safety of the event and and yes we put in the stage we put in the audio and we're also calling the show of you know what is happening on at what time mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. make sure it's mm-hmm. happening on time but we're not really we don't care about <laughs> like <laughs> what, what's actually you know like you you were you were focusing on a musician gets on stage and then we wing. go and grab a bottle of water yeah, and like you were the try to take person. a moment mm-hmm. to think about what's going to happen next yes. yeah. right and um i yeah. to keep the show going mm-hmm. yeah Partners, i mean I, i'm sure yeah. there were a lot of magical moments like but i I, God, I, you know, but I, but I would have to actually really think about, eh, I'm having some flash in my head, but yeah. I, I don't, I don't really. I'm not trying to get um, you to
2: think here. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> I'm not, not thinking. I no, you're a, not.
0: I gave
3: up thinking as soon as I left work today.
1: This is true. Yeah. I did the same thing.
3: Oh, I started a little earlier than that. <laughs> yeah, but right. Well, we're yeah. not gonna talk about that.
0: <laughs> anyway, yeah, so I, I've yeah, I've never um really been uh one to actually go to shows or go to festivals okay. to so because that's your was job. never mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So well, that, that was never sense. anyway, yeah. So we, we did that, and I, I believe we had 17 years uh, on Crater on Fort. Um, and uh, endingly, uh, Dell became our one of our major sponsors, right? Uh-huh. And on our 17th year of putting on Crater Fort, Dell decided to, um, at that time, sponsor the PGA Golf Tournament. Right. And so they turned their attention to PGA and oh. took our company with them. So Um, I I left, we all did. We left Fader Fort and we started doing uh, the PGA golf tournament. Mm -hmm. And I did that two or three years and then started the Sparrow.
3: Then you Mm -hmm. gave up golf. (laughs) Then gave up golf.
0: Gave it up before I even (laughs) tried. I know. I just didn't fit in, Chip. Who who knows? You may have been the next Tiger Woo. (laughs) I would have had to have gotten the shoes and the outfit right first. That was a tough tough, uh, space for me to like. Well, see, if if you'd had
3: Levi's as your sponsor again, I think it would have been handled.
0: Yeah, yeah ex- You would think.
3: You could have been yeah, the, maybe. the first female denim, denim wearing yeah. Golf pro. Oh, out there on tour. <laughs>
2: yeah. I, I see oh. why you're, yeah. It's a barrier that should not be broken just yet. Shorts. Shorts.
1: No. That's all I'm saying. That's where I put my foot down. Shorts. No.
3: All right. Mm-hmm. That sounds fantastic. What do you want to do? Another commercial? Let's uh, take a break. Okay. And uh, when we come back.
1: With more whiskey. East
3: by East East. East by Northeast. One of those. <laughs> thank you for your insight on Fader Ford and,
2: yeah.
0: and
3: that
2: man. I, I know that was a, also, a, a big of your life.
0: Yes. Yes, it was a big portion. I also like to say, like, um, like it, you know, it started out with four of us, and 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 at the end when we ended that event, there were probably like four hundred of us. Wow. wow. And we were a, we were a very tight, you know. N- now that's you know with all the sponsors and all of their mm-hmm. people and all mm-hmm. their reps, but um, we were a very tight family. Um, and, and you had them worship
2: you like a goddess.
0: No. <laughs> yes. We worked like horses. They, they, all of they brought you <laughs> offerings,
2: uh-huh. and I remember the statue that. They built for you. Mm-hmm. That was phenomenal. Uh, it's still in uh, South Austin. If you can find it, it we'll looks a lot you. like Stevie Ray Vaughan. Though. Yeah. If you can find the one of Shannon, uh we'll kind give you a shirt. Right. Take Look. a picture with it. We'll be right back. That was
1: awesome.
0: This is Shannon Bajant of Black Sparrow Music Parlor, and my drink of the week is writers. Irish whiskey. Hey, and we're
1: back. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Shannon, thank you so much for being with us. Hey,
2: uh, real quick, I want to give a couple shout-outs before we get going on. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you for Natalie, uh, who's saying our lead in music
1: yes she did Did, that song man she killed
2: it yeah and it's badass it's not even available for uh, human consumption yet except here except yeah
1: and you're welcome oh
3: yeah
2: uh you can find it uh on her podcast that she did with us that's Mm -hmm. about the only way you can hear the full song for now Uh, i I (laughs) want to say if you like beer as much as we do and we know you do while you listen listening. I mean, other than Shannon. Um, House for Houses is doing a craft beer festival out in Williamson County Expo Center. On February 29th, it's uh, benefiting the Habitat for Humanity. We'll be out there along with uh, Blue Bonnet, um, Southern Heights, Austin Beer Works, a lot of your favorites. Uh, come come check that out. We're also doing a beer festival on June 13th with the Loose Screw at the Loose Screw at the old uh, Taylor High School. Um, we'll have details to follow. That's going to be a great time. Of course, we're going be out there because we're put to throw it
3: and wherever we are it tends to be a great time oh it's always a great time
2: and before any of that happens actually it's after the after the uh, February 29th show um, East by Northeast Shannon would you mind giving us more details and I know you've got a correction that you want to throw out there it out to us,
0: sure. So, East by Northeast is an event out in Taylor that is put on by the Black Sparrow Music Parlor mm-hmm. and the Texas Beer Company. That um, is during the uh, South by Southwest days down in Austin, okay. and it's an event where we offer Texas based musicians a place to play during South by Southwest. Okay. Um, we have close to 20 bands that will be playing over the three days. It is a six dollar admission per day. Or you can buy a $15 three-day wristband to get into all of these shows. (laughs) Um, On Thursday, over at the uh, Black Sparrow, I have Midnight Butterfly. I have uh, uh, Sam Lee Grona and uh, Kyle Pillard. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen them, but they're they're pretty great. They Mm -hmm. play around Taylor. Um, We have Bubba Coltrane. And the train wrecks coming out and a special little surprise that will be hitting the stage at 11 o'clock that night. Mm. Um, On Friday, we have Arc Ego, Bean Brown and The Left Downs. Um, if you guys can't tell, I don't have my glasses on right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is not easy. So I am. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and that's, that's, oh, yeah okay, that helps. Um, <laughs> oh,
3: turns out it was a Waffle House menu Faith she was reading from. Live.
0: We have Family Dinner, the band we have in Hue. And Saturday, Dickie Lee Irwin is going to be over at the Texas Beer Company. We have Shelly Knight coming out, Mega Negative. We have Dancer. We have Thunder Rosa. And there will be others. Um, yeah, it'll be fun. Music kicks off at five o'clock or six o'clock and you can go to Facebook for the Black Sparrow or the Texas Beer Company Facebook event page and you can see all the details okay. about the event. That's good to know. This will be this will be the third third year that we do it. Are you still doing your show on Thursdays? No. Oh, no. OK. Uh, music Made Taylor. My radio show has uh, has temporarily stopped until I can build my own broadcasting studio. So. Yeah, we we mm-hmm. made oh, you oh, guys we wow. made updated on that. On that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we're looking
2: for a studio. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: really want, I've got a space for it. I just don't have the manpower yet to uh, get the walls up and get it built. But I, I've got, so. Well, between
2: I've, me and Stephanie, we've got manpower, and we also have Mike.
1: And then Mike can, like, hold the tools. You can hold them.
2: Yeah, he doesn't know
3: what they are.
2: Yeah, like, hold on. Are <laughs> we doing phrasing? I, I, I just, know Are we doing more. phrasing on that? Just
3: yeah. Somebody asked for a scalpel, and I'll give him one. <laughs> That is nice. That's, a nice. That's a nice. Oh, no. Well, Shannon, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank, for
0: you. Joining thank us. you for having me. It was yeah. fun. Thank you for feeding me. Oh, oh, oh as always.
2: Yeah. Yes. You're not definitely. the only one who gets about, on that.
0: I don't know about you guys, but I've been in a coma ever since we ate. Oh my and, goodness. like, if any of you who know me, you know that I tend to overeat when there is an abundance of food around. Um, It's just a thing. Like, I can't stop eating if there (laughs) is food. Um, And so that happened before we started recording, and and it was was breakfast, and it was beautiful, and it was a lot of it. And so um, I ate until my pants don't quite fit. (laughs) She, She
3: did almost go full goldfish on us right there. Oh, my goodness.
0: I mean, I think I probably out ate all y'all.
3: <laughs> well,
0: well, I mean, I think so. I don't know. There's my Wait, I, there's you,
3: wait who had thirds?
0: I had thirds. If you count me going back and scooping a piece of bacon into the gravy she, with my fingers.
2: That was, that <laughs> was no
0: actually.
3: Did you actually have <laughs> thirds? No. Oh. No, Only Shannon had thirds. Oh
1: well, okay.
2: Okay, All right, there you
3: go. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I'm glad you liked it. It plus was,
0: plus it he's was he's
1: really delicious.
0: good. she okay. She's Stephanie only- made biscuits and gravy, which she calls goulash, which <laughs> can be discouraging when you know that she's calling it the wrong thing. But <laughs> then you see it, and you're inspired because it's like, wait, this looks right. Okay, this okay. looks like it's, it's something it's that not like wrong. It's not because wrong because <laughs> mother
1: is never wrong. No, and yeah, that is I what understand. mother calls it. Mother yes, named it goulash. but like
0: here in Texas.
1: Here in Texas, uh, I was quickly put in my place, but when I was looked at crazy when I said I made goulash for breakfast. <laughs> yeah. But then
0: it tasted. But then it was perfect. It was oh, yeah, really, no, really. It really it good. T- Thank you. It tastes fantastic. I'm n- enough no to what you put call gravy it. on my eggs and my potatoes. And yes, else, oh Which so. I'm gonna have to try next time. And,
2: and we have shout out to uh, Joanne who made these delicious cookies.
3: Also, oh, yes. nice. what are they? Oh, yeah. Bourbon chocolate these chip are pecan. Bourbon oh. chocolate chip pecan cookies with a little bourbon salt sprinkled on the top. Mm. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. gonna have. Yeah I have yeah. to
1: take and, uh, the rest home.
0: Oh shit! Because I, yeah. these are awesome. The rest
1: of what? The rest of well, we took all the
2: cookies. Tell you what,
0: you take the leftover cookies. I'll take the leftover breakfast. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> deal, deal. <laughs> Can we shake on this? <laughs> all
2: right. <laughs> and on that note, I guess we need to get out of here. Oh, that's we need to get true. out of here. That's that just true. that just leaves it up to Stephanie.
0: All right, guys,
1: you got bitches. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I'm a little done with it, a little down, little bit of bad attitude, been hanging round. You're a little tired, little crazy. Little bit of take it out on me, baby. Well, I know you, and you know me, and I know what we need. A little bit of drink, little bit of smoke, little bit of dance around that dance floor. little bit of loud, little bit of fun, little bit of let's go tear shit up. Just when you think we're heading for the door, we drink a little.